Welcome back to my podcast, Like It Is with Melissa, because I tell it like it is. It's your girl, Melissa Freeman. I'm so happy you joined this conversation. We're going to talk about taking your voice back. At the end of this episode, my goal is that you take your voice back. And I'm saying take your voice back because someone has taken it away from you. Someone has made you sit in silence. Someone has made you feel like advocating for yourself is wrong. Someone has made you feel like you're not allowed to speak or even think of speaking. So you're going to take your voice back today. And if you are a man or a woman, this is for both. Do not tap out just because of the topic, gentlemen, but stay on because this is for you too. But first, I am going to address the men. Men, you already are bigger than women. You're already stronger than women. Do you have to be louder too? Do you have to raise your voice and be louder too? Let me tell you what it looks like for a woman looking at a man who is bigger and stronger and now yelling. Of course, it's going to look more aggressive and it's going to look threatening, even if you have not put your hands on her because of how God has created you to look. You were created to be stronger and bigger. And do you really need to be louder? Do you think that God gave men voices so they could be louder than us? Or do you think God gave you a voice so that you can speak without yelling? Hmm. I want you to think about that. It looks totally different in the eyes of a woman. It doesn't look pleasant. It doesn't look Christ-like. And it definitely does not look pleasing or soothing to a woman it actually probably scares most women doesn't scare me when a man raises his voice but I think for a lot of women it scares them I'm just gonna say what every other woman wants to say that hasn't said it to you yet don't tap out stay on that when you yell She's not hearing you. And even if it looks like she's hearing you, she's really not. What's happening internally is you're taking her voice away. You're taking her voice from her. Now, let me ask you a question. God created women with a mouth and with a tongue. If he didn't want women to speak, he would have created us without a mouth and without a tongue. God created women with a brain to think if he didn't want us to think he would have created us without a brain so why is it that when a woman speaks up or advocates for herself it's an issue why is it that society has told women over and over and over again they ought to sit silent why has society told women that they are not allowed to speak unless spoken to Why has society told women, wait your turn? Because if a man is speaking, you're supposed to sit back and say absolutely nothing. Now, I've heard so many comments said to women by men who were their husband and 
just men in general, not even like in a relationship, but you know, men feel like they can say anything to women. I've heard a man say, um, shut up to a woman. I've heard a man say, you have something you need to do when she starts talking. I've heard a man say, well, I haven't heard a man say this, but someone told me that a man said to his wife, you thirsty? Why are these statements okay to say to women? Why are these statements acceptable? Why are these statements okay? Hmm. Well, they're not okay. I am going to tell it like it is and tell you it is not okay to speak to any woman as the examples I gave you or any other examples that you may have that literally takes the woman's voice away. While you are comfortable with her being silent, she's uncomfortable and dying inside. Why is this even a topic? Why is it that I can so easily come up with this topic of taking your voice back? Well, I'll tell you today, so many women have had their voices taken away by people who are close to them, not just in relationships, anyone, because society has told us or taught us, I should say, that we're supposed to sit in silence. Why is this even a topic? It shouldn't be a topic. Because God created us to have voices. God gave us a tongue. Why can't we speak is the question. Is it because when a woman speaks, sometimes she challenges you to think or she challenges what you just said. And now you feel like because you're the man, no one is supposed to challenge you or even question your thoughts because you're a man. Simply because you're a man. Nothing else. Just you're a man. But the bigger problem for me is when you believe that when you tell a woman to shut up or are you thirsty or, you know, do you have something to do that she is supposed to shut up? That's the bigger issue for me. That not just that is said, but after it's said, it's expected and society has taught women that you're supposed to be quiet because I told you to shut up. And it's not always said in words. There's other ways to tell someone that their voice is not important or their voice does not need to be heard. Your actions can say the same thing. So think about what I'm saying. Everything I'm saying is what women discuss when they get together. Everything I'm saying is what women are thinking, but not actually voicing it. And I'm using my podcast. I'm using this episode to say it so that there's no confusion. That there's no reason to say you never heard it before or no reason to say you have no idea what I'm talking about. So, ladies, take your voice back. No longer will you sit back and not advocate for yourself. No longer will you sit back and not say what's on your mind. As long as it's not disrespectful, as long as it's not belittling him, as long as you are still saying it in love, it's okay. You can speak. I give you permission today to speak. Take your voice back. Don't sit in silence. Don't allow everything to happen and then you never say anything. Women have a voice. God gave us a voice. And after he created everything, he said everything he created was good. 
I needed an echo on that piece. Everything he created was good, 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 good. <laughs> I'll create my own echo. So if everything he created was good, what's the problem? Why can't we use what God created that he said is good? We should be able to use it. And today you will start using your voice. Now, I watch women back in the day. When I say back in the day, I'm just saying like those who are in their 60s, 70s. And I've watched so many marriages where women just did not say anything when I feel like they should have. I watched women in all walks of life now sit back and say, well, he's the man. So I'm just going to let him be the man. So us sitting in silent means that He's more of a man. Let's think about some of the statements and comments that we hear. Us being in silence or not advocating for ourselves or correcting when they're wrong means that that makes him a man. Well, if that makes him a man, Lord Jesus, help them. (laughs) It makes you a man. If we don't advocate and correct you when you're wrong, that makes you a man. I'm sorry, when you look in the word of God, nowhere in there does it say that's what makes you a man at all. And I don't want to get deep into the word because then, you know, people want to go back and forth and argue with you. But I will say this, that the Bible says submit one to another. So that's even in relationships with man and woman. You are to submit one to another. It's not one way. So I'm speaking to the women as well as the men and men I'm saying please be careful what you say to your wife please be careful how you speak to her and treat her and women take your voices back if you've been shut down and you've been told not to speak or to shut up take your voice back take your voice back because the Bible makes it very clear that we are to submit one to another. Submit one to another. It didn't say, oh, women submit and that's it. It says submit one to another. But how easily we skip that verse because we want to hold on to and latch on to that verse that says, wives submit to your own husbands. Well, what about the rest of the Bible? What else does the Bible say about how men and women should treat each other? Well, says husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church for he gave his life. He gave his life. So if the husband is doing exactly what Christ did, which is he was not selfish. He sacrificed everything. He sacrificed himself. He gave up everything so that we could have eternal life. He gave everything he could give. He gave his life. And it says husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. So when you're reading that, where do you see that it's okay to, you know, say shut up, be quiet, or treat her that way, even if you don't say it, your actions can definitely scream that loud and clear as well. If you make decisions and you never ask your wife, you have taken her voice. If you make decisions, you have told her to shut up. If you make a decision on your own, The Bible says that you are to become one. But if you make a decision on your own, you have then decided that her voice does not matter. And you have told her to shut up. Your actions have told her to shut up. 
It's something to think about. I have watched women back in the day say, well, you know, that's what my husband wants. And so he's the man and he's the head of the house. So, you know, this is what it is. And I just remember even as a little girl looking and saying to myself, like, is that what it is? Is that? Is that how it's supposed to be? Or did someone tell you or teach you that that's how it's supposed to be? And you took it on believing that. And so you were subjected to losing your voice. Is that how it's supposed to be? That the woman never has a say? That she just has to do whatever her husband says? So why did God create brains? And why did God create a mouth? It's so confusing to me. Because see... God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. And so if he, in his mind, believed that it wouldn't be a good thing for a woman to speak or to think, he wouldn't have gave us either of those organs. He would have made sure that we didn't have them. So what does that say? It says that women do have a voice. Women do have a say. And marriage is a partnership. You both get to say how things go, not one person. Silence can kill you. So you know how people say stress is a silent killer? I believe silence is a silent killer. If you stay silent for too long, it's a silent killer. Because essentially what's happening is you are taking what you should say and what you should do and you're putting it in a box and then eventually you keep putting yourself in a box and keep putting yourself in a box and because there's so much you have to say and so much that you need to do and so much God wants you to do that what happens is that box just busts open and then you can't get her to shut up you can't get her to be quiet. You cannot get her to stop saying what's on her mind. But it's all because you didn't allow space for her to speak. I have watched women back in the day just sit back and not have a voice. But now we are in 2022 and there are some things that we have learned over the years. There are some experiences we have had over the years. Look around you. Women have a voice. Look around you. Women have a say. Look around you. Women have authority. That does not make a man less than. That does not mean that a man is not the head of his house. And it certainly does not mean that God created the woman wrong. Look around you. If you look around you, you will see that it is okay for a woman to have a voice. And so men and women, I want you to know it is okay if your wife has a voice. Wives, it is okay if you have a voice. I'm here to validate you today. And for the men who did not click off, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to really hear the perspective of a woman when it comes to our voices. Thank you so much. Your wife will thank you because you're going to learn a lot from listening to what I have to say. 
what I want you to do is think about if it was the other way around. Think about if what you expected from your wife or a woman is what she expected from you. How would you feel? How would you feel? Would you be okay with that? Or would you have some concerns and issues? Or would you just simply not let it happen? Because see, I can already hear some men's voices saying, uh, tuh, she's not gonna be talking to me like that. She's not gonna tell me I don't have a voice. So why is it not the same for a woman? Why is the respect not there for a woman? Submit one to another. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And I want to give you one more verse that if you have been praying and your prayers have not been heard, this is the reason. So the Bible says this, dwell with your wife according to knowledge, giving honor unto your wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being ears together of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered, that your prayers be not hindered. So what do you do to make sure your prayers are not hindered? You need to dwell with your wife according to knowledge. Get to know her. Find out if her not having a voice is an issue. Find out if she feels like she has a voice. Find out if your actions have shown her that she doesn't have a voice. Because when you do that, you're giving honor. And then if she tells you, yeah, sometimes I don't feel like I have a voice, Give honor, honor her, honor her voice and recognize as this verse says, she is the weaker vessel. God has created you to be bigger and stronger. You don't need to be louder and you don't need to take away her voice. Digest what I just said. And all those who are listening Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much because this was something that needed to be said that people are just not saying because they're afraid. But you have clicked on a podcast like it is with Melissa, where I'm going to tell you like it is. So thank you for listening until the end. Thank you so much. And it is about that time to get off. Listen, take what I gave you and run with it. Listen, I will be back on with another episode with some real talk on Like It Is with Melissa. Thank you for joining me today. Peace and blessings.